This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a journey into sound. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. The truth lives right here, Houston. On this day... Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton. Oh, yeah, here we go. Week number two of Area 45 on Sports Radio 610. I'm Sean Bajani. He's Patrick Creighton. Chris Santiago producing. And we are ready to get started, man. We got the place all to ourselves as the guys you've been listening all day long out in Vegas. They got the party started uh, very early. Yesterday, I think, when they uh, rolled into uh, Sin City. Uh, I know they're having a good time. It's been a great first day on Radio Row for those guys. And, um, man, I'm looking forward to uh, this week bringing you great, great content during the day and even more so at night right here on Area 45. PC, my man, how you doing? Dude, nobody's here. It's great, isn't it? No trash. It's like a ghost town. No trash in the studio. (laughs) Table's not sticky. None of us blew three hundred bucks at the craps table. Oh man! Yeah, like, like I, I, uh, I am very, very thankful for that. Actually, <laughs> not not. Yeah, you know what? I feel like if you blow three hundred bucks the craps table like two hours after you land in Vegas, you can afford to blow three hundred. That the or the <laughs> the other person in your significant relationship uh-huh. is gonna have something to say. And those words are not going to be, I love you. <laughs> At least not right away. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're uh, probably going to have at least one or multiple words that rhyme with trucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, some that. Uh, Why don't you text John Lopez and find out? <laughs> See how that went over. <laughs> some that rhyme with Pass. <laughs> you know, there's there's gonna be there's gonna be some conversations, hard conversations. Yeah, John's gonna have to sell a lot more OG sauce uh, to make that one up. <laughs> Though I think he'd be okay. I'll buy a bottle. Yeah, Is it I coming sugar free yet? Come on, Lopez. Ah, uh, you know, he's been working on some swag, and I, I think the wheel's spinning upstairs. So that might be uh, on the horizon. I'm, you have to I'm hit him. I'm willing up. to to buy without the sugar free at least one bottle. Come on, yeah, you. Are. And then I'll just burn it off. And uh, but but yeah, I would prefer I'd prefer a sugar free version for those of us who have to watch sugar intake. Uh, that would probably be a good business move on uh, Lopez's part. I mean, we'll have to find out and see if he's It'd in be the a works. good business move on my part because, like, you know, I'm not sticking myself with the needle. I'm going to be falling down. I'm a great partner. You can work What's it the off. matter with you? Work <laughs> it off. You'll be fine. You'll Drink be fine. it off. What? You survived. <laughs> Drink it off. Drink yeah. it off. You survived the salsa on Friday. Did you load it with sugar? I, no. There well, was, that's why I survived. There was like a maybe, maybe a teaspoon of sugar in there that I added. Aside from all the other good stuff that's in there, Dude, which the it really is, was so much. impressed that I had salsa because I never eat salsa. I know. It's like, like you ate salsa. I'm like, you know, it actually was it was pretty good. She's like, you liked it. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I need to have some of this. So, <laughs> my man, my man, Shalom hooked me up and brought in a whole canister. But by a whole canister, I mean like enough, like one little bowl, a whole canister. <laughs> Of, of his special homemade Bajani fire sauce. Yeah. Because the missus and, and the and the princess, 
they want to try if if I liked it, then it has to be good because I don't eat it. So it has to be good. So they needed. Yeah. They they didn't want. They needed to have some. You so uh bringing it. You home, surprised baby. me because I I was concerned on Friday. One, knowing your background, New York, and then two, you flat out telling me I don't eat salsa. Um, you know, I was worried that okay, he doesn't really like spicy stuff. It's gonna mess with his stomach a little bit. That's really it. It's not that you know, I don't like although I will say this. When I first moved down here, you know, coming from New York, didn't have didn't eat a lot of spicy stuff. When I first came down here, I was terrified mm-hmm. that everything I ate was gonna be spicy. I was literally gonna be living hunched over in pain. <laughs> <laughs> and over the years, I mean, it's going to be 11 years for me here at the end of at the end of this month that I noticed that, you know what? There's a lot of spicy stuff that I like. Yeah. Sometimes, however, my body thinks when I have spicy food, it needs to take revenge on me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you think you're eating good. some spicy stuff? All right, jackass. Yeah. We'll see how much you like this, you know? And then, uh, you know. Here's some, what I think of that. Suboptimal <laughs> things sometimes happen. And uh, I was very happy. No suboptimal things happened after having the salsa. So very happy about that. And uh, I, actually, I was uh, I was at a Cajun uh, seafood place today. Oh, Having, yeah. having lunch. Well, Good so, choice. So Sunday, my plan was to drive my son's car up to Dallas mm-hmm. and get my own car back. Yeah. I would really like to get my own car back, by the way. <laughs> And then something really crappy happened on Friday night. Bing! Idiot light. Check engine. Oh, no. I'm not driving it up to Dallas with check engine light on. Right. Because I don't want to dump that problem on him. What'd you do? Take it to AutoZone, get it checked real quick? Or? No. So uh, I brought it to the shop today. Mm-hmm. But Monday is always the busiest day of, like, every shop. Yeah. So... Yeah, because they're all closed on the weekends. Yeah, I, I don't it. And that's get when that. crap happens. Why can't anybody be open on, on a Saturday? Why is that so damn hard? Anyhow, so I dropped the car off, and I walked across the street uh, to Tad's, which is a nice uh, Louisiana-style Cajun seafood place. I sat there for like six hours, but I had uh, Catfish Po' Boy, I had some uh, crawfish etouffee. Man, had some popcorn shrimp. Dude, I, I ate well today. That uh, Did that quell the anger for having to sit there for six hours and not even have them get to your car? Uh, no, it, it, it did not. <laughs> it did not. But and you ate well. Car car still sitting there, so it won't be done until at least tomorrow. <sighs> uh, but it did, it did make me feel better that, A, I ate well. Mm-hmm. B, they had Wi-Fi, so I had my laptop out. I'm getting my work done. I'm doing my trainings. I'm, you know, when you're when you're a new employee, you have to go through all these mandated company trainings. Yay! You know things like, uh, this is the culture, and you gotta go through this nonsense. This is sexual harassment, and I'm sitting there thinking like, I don't think I have to worry about anybody sexually harassing me. <laughs> I think if somebody. Did they're not worried about that? They're if worried about the did vice versa. Me, I would probably be like, oh, "That was kind of cool." <laughs> like I'd be appreciative. You're gonna be go flattered. home. You're gonna go tell your wife, babe, honey. Just, somebody grabbed my ass today. Somebody harassed me today. It was awesome. <laughs> I don't know his name, but you know, <laughs> just the fact that yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, would she say? Would your wife say? Because I have a tendency to believe that she's probably uh, gotten a little bit of your smart ass. You right. Uh, so you're some of your wit. Would she say, oh, well, what did he do? Or oh, absolutely. What, she, what did she do? What would be the first thing out of her mouth? She, listen, after being with me for what is going to be 28 years in June. Man, there you go. Um, she's kind of learned. She wasn't like this when I met her, but she's learned how to be a smart ass. Mm-hmm. So if I said somebody grabbed my ass at work today, she'd be like, was it Steve? <laughs> yeah, that, absolutely. And I'm like, yeah, actually, it was Steve. It's like, were his hands really big? Did it like cup the whole butt? I'm like, yeah, that that literally be the conversation that we had. Yeah, uh, my wife and your wife would get along really well. <laughs> <laughs> 713-572-4610, by How the way. How much does your wife you like alcohol? In. She's tequila, man. That's uh, oh, margarita time. Yes, yeah. our wife's getting along great. <laughs> tequila, that is it. <laughs> That's all I've ever actually seen her drink. And unless like I get a good beer, 
You know, and I'll be like, babe, you got to try this. And then I force her to take a sip and her sip is. No, it's it's like none left. It's like a fly. (laughs) It's like a fly. Like she'll maybe put her tongue on it, you know, and that's it. And it's like you can't taste anything, you know, Saturday night. She drives me crazy. My wife and I went out a little date night and, you know, each order a drink. She starts drinking hers. Then mine comes around. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to try that. One sip, half the drink is gone. She's like, oh, that was good. Nice. And then she takes my drink and moves it from in front of me to in front of her. And she's like, this has too much sugar. You can't drink this. <laughs> I'm like, well played. So like, I just, she's like, nope, you can't drink this. She stole my drink. So she's sucking down both drinks. And I'm like, can I have a Diet Coke? <laughs> <laughs> With a twist of something, you got to get something in there. You guys no. deserve that. C-Sex, the girl that you're hooking up with this week, does she like tequila? I'm not hooking up with any girl. I actually have a girlfriend, but yeah, she does like tequila. Well, if you're you're hooking up with your girlfriend. I, yeah, I guess. This yeah. week. She does like tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't insert that. You know Patrick's bad, man. Yeah, yeah. I can Patrick's tell. bad. If you're worried, if you have a girlfriend who listens to the show and is possibly a little jealous... She's going to hate me because I talk massive crap. No, she is going to hate me. She's not going to want to hear about the harem of women that follow you everywhere. Like when we went out Friday night and it's me, Sean, Chris, and 14 chicks who are stalking him. Yeah, she's probably not going to want to hear about that. <laughs> oh, man. You know, especially, Why are you doing it to the Especially boy? the one who had, you know, the watermelon chest that he couldn't stop staring at. I mean, granted, none of us could, but that's besides the point. Yeah, she's she's going to hate me, and you're probably going to get in a lot of trouble. So I apologize in advance. I'm just, there you go, Chris. I, I want you to know. I want Welcome to the show. To know that this is not serious, but I am going to talk smack. So please do not hate him. And I say this because before I came to Houston, mm-hmm. I used to do a morning show in Atlanta. Uh, with a very good friend of mine who at one point worked here in the Houston market and now works uh, basically in Cle- like Clemsonville, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had... Was this person shall not be named? Yes, per- okay. I'm not going to name I'm not trying to shame him. Okay. But the woman he was dating at the time was insanely jealous. Mm-hmm. And I think it was L. Duncan that we had on and this was like a week after Ooh, we L. Duncan on, from ESPN? Well, yeah, but she wasn't with ESPN back then. Oh, she was with TV. Love L. And then that came a week after we had interviewed uh, a girl who was on The Bachelor. Uh-huh. And then the Trouble. week before we had interviewed another, like, total stunner TV personality. We have all these hot chicks on for. And his girlfriend... Threw all of his things out a second floor window and locked him out of the house. He gets back. He can't get in. And she has got her head out the second floor window, cussing him every name in the book, throwing his things out the window. Oh, boy. Like, it was, it was bad. Was he flirting on air? Of course he was. I mean, gone. <laughs> What's the point of having super hot women on if you're not even going to flirt so you can get shot down? But it's all for entertainment purposes only, right? It is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. And you would think, you know, if you're dating somebody who's in the entertainment field, you they would, would understand that, that. There's entertainment purposes only. Yeah. Uh, she was straight up ZFG on the entertainment purposes, and she went straight psycho, started chucking everything. Then he gets, she's throwing things at him. It was, it was, it was. Uh, girlfriend or wife? That was girlfriend. Okay. Are they no, married? No, he didn't. He, he fortunately he didn't marry that. Nutcher. Okay. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> no, actually, the woman he's married to is she's beautiful. She's really sweet. Uh, she he finally finally. Picked someone like the right person uh-huh, uh-huh. after forty plus years of picking nut jobs. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm very happy. They are very happy. Tell them how you really feel. Um, but he he had to kiss a lot of frogs before he found the princess. Hey, sometimes you do. That sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> Something that we're gonna get to here just momentarily. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. You want to be a part of the show? You can call or text. You can tweet at us at p creighton one. Uh, the number one, at Sean Bajani for myself on Twitter. We have a lot of stuff to get to. Super Bowl week, we mentioned that. Uh, guys off to a good start. Maybe not Lopez's wallet, but um, 
the guys are off to a good start for the most part. The 49ers, not so much. We'll talk about that later on in the show. A lot of NFL news actually today, PC, that we'll get to. Uh, Mike Vrabel possibly body shamed out of a job this offseason. That's interesting. Uh, and what a current NFL quarterback had to say about one D'Amico Ryans. We'll have that for you later. But I wanted to start with this, man. C.J. Stroud stole the show, right, this weekend at the Dude. Pro Bowl? You cannot get on social media without seeing this wild throw Mm -hmm. from C.J. Stroud on his back foot, throwing an absolute dime in the bucket in the corner of the end zone to Jamar Chase. Here's what it sounded like. Stroud, pressure coming. Spins out of it. Oh, my. Jump ball. Oh, my goodness. Not a jump ball. Is that six for Chase? What a throw and catch. Hey, I know it's the Pro Bowl, but you can't throw it better than this. Spin out. Spins out of the pressure. Throw into his left. Coming from Witherspoon. And just effortless. That ball has no wiggle to it either. That is a pearl spiral. And Ryan Clark smiling. I'm a ball placement specialist. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, so that was Scott Van Pelt. And who was the other guy on the call? Do we know, Chris? It was, I think it was Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky. Okay, cool. I didn't actually watch the flag football portion of it. I did I, not. I saw either. the highlights. And uh, <laughs> that was probably the best one you were going to get. And there was also a really cool throw from uh, Jalen Hurts. It was a better catch from C.D. Lamb. Uh, but Stroud, that throw, when you saw that, were you kind of like, eh, yeah, I mean, we've seen that. I mean, we, we saw it all season, stuff like that. Stroud spinning away from pressure and then throwing across his body and dimes 40 yards down the field. Or were you like, whoa? Like, this is what CJ does, right? It, it doesn't matter. He's he's running backwards off his back foot and throws an absolute laser beam dime to Jamar Chase right like on the sideline in the end zone where he's the only guy who can catch it. And, you know, SVP, not a play-by-play guy. Uh, oh, it's a jump ball. Wrong. <laughs> it's not a jump ball. Yeah. The only guy who was catching that ball was Jamar Chase. He did. And then Jamar Chase is like, yo, CJ, why don't you come play with me? Right. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, did Joe Burrow just catch a stray? <laughs> I mean, Joe Burrow went to a Super Bowl, and Joe Burrow catching strays uh, from from his from his number one receiver. Yeah, over C.J. Stroud, throw him a dime like to win the game in a flag football exhibition game. Can I tell you what every Houston Texan fan probably did after they heard Jamar Chase basically do that? Google Jamar Chase contract. <laughs> When's he going to be a free agent? Wait, wait. I know T. Higgins is up this year, but but when is Jamar Chase up, right? Yeah, not soon enough, unfortunately. But that was a very, very cool moment uh, for Stroud. And it's just been like Stroud everywhere. You know, you're hearing guys talk not just Texans, but C.J. Stroud, you know, what they should do in free agency, the whole bit. Been pretty cool. 713-572-4610. Let's get out to Tony in H Town. Be our first caller on the show this evening. Tony! Tony! My brother from another mother. What is up, man? How you doing? Glad that you found us on the news station. Yeah, now I found you. I knew you were gonna go somewhere and I found you. So uh you know, I got my junk grabber buddy back. So that's, <laughs> that's the deal. And everything he said to you, my friend, about offending wives, it's true. So just, <laughs> if you have a jealous wife, do not let her know you listen. Okay? That's all I have to say. But it's so funny you told the story about the guy with the second story window stuff. And, uh, you know, I was a broker in New York, like I've told you in the past few years. And uh, the ma- the branch manager of the firm got, like, kind of snagged at a a gentleman's club, and all his stuff went out onto the front lawn also from the second window, and he was locked out of the house. So I was just (laughs) cracking up as you told the story. But, you know, it's just so good to find you, and uh, I will keep staying in touch. And it's been a great football season for our Texans and kind of backing up the Astros season and – all that stuff. So uh, I think uh, 
Houston's going to continue jumping, and uh, I love that you got the ball jumping and I can still hear you. So great to talk to you, and love you, my brother, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the call, Tony. Always good to hear from you. Tony's a, another uh, adopted Texan. From, yeah, uh, I could tell. Former, former White Walker like myself from North of the Wall, <laughs> now adopted Texan. Uh, great dude. He's actually you know, from Long Island, uh, similar to where I, I mm-hmm. grew up after we moved down uh, from Brooklyn out to Long Island when I was a kid. Uh, I grew up in Belmore. He grew up in Massapequa, which is like four towns over. Yeah. So uh, he, good guy to, to have on. I know we got some more calls. We'll get to your other calls uh, here on the other side. Yeah, I'll always adopt uh, New Yorkers that are now Texans. So uh, welcome to Sports Radio 610 and Area 45 uh, specifically. He's Patrick Creighton, Sean Bajani, Chris Santiago here. Let's get it rolling. Coming up next is the most important ideal free agent fit for this Texans running back situation actually gettable. We'll talk about it next at Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. Welcome back. It's Area 45. Sean Bajani, Patrick Creighton, Chris Santiago producing 713-572-4610. Get you in 572-4610. You can call or text. Tweet at us at Pete Creighton, the number one at Sean Bajani on Twitter. Also, you can watch us on Twitch. Just search 610 Houston or Sports Radio 610 in YouTube, and you can watch us that way. A lot of you have, and we appreciate you. Uh, If you want to see our pretty faces, uh, we'll get to the call in just a second. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I felt validated today. Immediately, validation that what we've all spent probably, what, a week or so on talking about already with Saquon Barkley. The Texans need to go get Barkley, or they need to go get Eckler, or they need to go get this guy or that guy. Derrick Henry, yeah, you know, I know a lot of people are more on the meh like I am with Derrick Henry. But when I heard Marcus Spears on ESPN Earlier today, talking about Saquon Barkley, I was like, yes, yes. Did you hear this? And then they did a write-up in Pro Football Focus talking about, you know, the best running backs available, the best ideal fits, where they're most likely to land. And what do you see Saquon Barkley, one of the two most likely destinations that he winds up in this offseason, Dallas and Houston. According to PFF, the most likely landing spots of those two teams, and they compared Barkley. I thought this was interesting until I looked at the numbers, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They compared him to LaShawn McCoy from back in 2015 whenever he was a free agent and signed with the Buffalo Bills. You know, yak, missed tackles, yards per reception, you know, both really good out of the backfield, that whole thing. Cool. All those stats, awesome. All I cared about was, all right, well, how much of the cap – 
did LaShawn McCoy eat up when he was signed? And how much of the cap that the Texans have to uh, spend this offseason, which is an upwards of $70, $71 million, I think, right? How much is that going to cost <laughs> for a 26-year-old running back? It was 5.6 was the APY for uh, McCoy back in the day, almost 10 years ago. Is it actually gettable for the Texans to get a Saquon Barkley? How much of the cap are they willing to devote to this guy in the open market this offseason? If there's one position of need for me, PC, it is running back. I feel like you're more desperate at that position than you are at wide receiver, than you are at tight end, than you are anywhere even on the defensive side of the ball versus the guys you could bring back and kind of run it back with anyway. What say you? Uh, Saquon Barkley is a physical freak. Mm-hmm. The guy's thighs are bigger than your entire chest. I, he's he's unbelievable in, with the athleticism, the speed, the power. He's just – he does things that, that really aren't necessarily human, mm-hmm. humanoid maybe. Maybe he's a metahuman. Not entirely <laughs> sure. But he is absolutely insane. And he has had to play with trash quarterbacks. He has had to play with a trash offensive line. Uh, every wide receiver on the Giants always gets hurt in three games, so you know they never have like anybody to throw the ball to. I'm going to knock so, on wood for you right um, there. I would love Saquon to actually come and play with a real quarterback like C.J. Stroud to have real wide receivers like Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Uh, and even though we look at the Texans line and we say, wow, this line's got a lot of issues, a lot of the issues were guys were hurt. Mm-hmm. A healthy Texans offensive Hurt line and playing out of position would be a whole lot better mm-hmm. than the trash that the New York football giants uh, and the five park cars, I mean, linemen that they put out there. So you was about changing the dynamic of the offense. Saquon Barkley, you want a real running game? Boy, Saquon Barkley. Oh, and by the way, he's really good at catching passes out of the backfield and getting the ball in open space and making guys look like complete fools when they try to. Th- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I think it would be a great fit. I've heard a lot of people compare him to, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey, like he would be the Texans version of Christian McCaffrey because of the way, you know, Slowick has this offense, what they demand of the running back, how they like to throw the ball to him out of the backfield. Stop. You're getting me football horny, as Clint would say. Hey, I mean, that's what it's all about, man. I mean, we got a long way to go before the season gets started. But I don't t- want to have it in them big holes in my underwear like Clint because <laughs> I'm getting a little too football horny. I don't want none of that. We'll get but, you a sponsor and get you a new pair. But, yeah, I, I, I need me some Saquon Barkley. Now, I'm not going to die if they don't get him, but, boy, if they do get him, this town is going to go nuts. That's a thing. Along with Saquon Barkley, according to this list that uh, Pro Football Focus put together, Josh Jacobs. Pretty Derek, damn good. Derrick Henry's another one. Solid. Uh, yeah, but I'm like, eh. You know, he would be literally the last guy on my list. Of those three, definitely. But still, the last three, the, the last guy is like, here's a three-year deal, two years guaranteed yeah. for a guy who, you know, in his sleep goes over 1,000 yards and runs over people. He's going to make you better, all right? But I think you can do better than Derrick Henry. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, we mentioned Austin Eckler. I'm kind of out on Tony Pollard. <clears throat> Maybe being, a, a, you know, away from the surgery another year, he kind of starts to look like the guy he used to be, but I'm feeling a little out on Tony Pollard. I... I'm out on him as well because of what you just said. I don't. The Texans don't need a gamble at the position. They don't need a guy to worry about current health issues with, and if he's going to return, you know, to the guy that he was before. I want a dude right now that's healthy, young that I know what we can expect from. Twenty-seven-year-old Saquon Barkley. Yeah, man. Uh, DeAndre Swift is another one that wound up on this list. The Eagles running back, uh, J.K. Dobbins from Baltimore, yeah. hurt this year. Uh, and then Devin Singletary, of course. Whereas if they could bring him back on a really affordable deal, could you imagine a backfield that consists of Saquon Barkley and Devin Singletary and Damian Pierce as a three? I would tell you with, with Singletary, I'm not opposed to bringing him back. And when you consider the fact that this dude made less than $3 million mm-hmm. this past season, if you're telling me, hey, you know what, or we'll bump him to four and a half. Yeah. If Barkley is nine to ten, and Singletary is four and a half, Damian Pierce is on the cheapy cheap because he was a fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. 
It's a pretty solid backfield. Yeah, 713-572-4610. Let's get out to Kevin. You're up next on Sports Radio 610. What's up, Kevin? Oh, did I push the wrong button? I think I pushed the wrong button. Yeah, I think you did. Hold on. <laughs> Hang Hold on, on, Kev. We're trying to find you, Kev. Hold We're on. trying. All right, there you yeah. go, Kevin. My bad. Are you there? Yes, we got you loud yeah, and clear. Okay. All right, hey. Uh, there's a lot there that you hit on. And, you know, Saquon Barkley is not going to be able to run with a crappy line that we have. And, you know, we what Schultz can't block. We need a good two-tandem tight end. Saquon Barkley would be phenomenal. And, you know, we got Bobby Slowick, so he'd be able to, you know, we got lucky with him not getting picked to be an NFL coach. We, we really did. That, that, that guy's a genius. But if we can get a cup, we got $74 million in cap space. Our owner, I, I just don't think when you're competing with uh, Dallas and Jerry Jones, he's going to drop the, he's going to drop bills. You know, our owner is just casual, passive. You know, I mean, we had Jack Easterby, for Christ's sake. What the hell was his job? Nothing. I mean, it's a waste of income. You know, I, I mean, so we're dealing with that. If he'll go out and spend the money and get Saquon Barkley and get two stud tight ends, get rid of Schultz, trade him off. Get rid of him. He drops too many passes. Well, I'll tell you what, Kevin, man. Number one, here's one thing we know about Cal McNair. He's not afraid to write a check. He's writing checks right now to two different head coaches to stay home. Mm-hmm. Big, you know, significant money, multiple years. He's not afraid to write a check. Well, and gave pay raises to Gerard Johnson, their quarterback coach, and Bobby Slowick, their offensive coordinator. I think that old narrative, which to me it is until... It is proven otherwise, but I think you're starting to see those things change with how this organization is being run now. I think that old narrative of Cal being everything that, you know, Kevin said that he was, was, I think it's changed. So I think it's unfair to, you know, have that same opinion of an owner now that you had in the last three years. There should be an opportunity for it to change, and I think you're watching it. But, you know, again, the Texans have to go out and do it. Yeah, they have a lot of money to spend, Patrick, but they're going to spend quite a bit of it, in my opinion, on guys that were here last year. They're going to retain a number of guys. They're not going to go out and break the bank for a new tight end, a new wide receiver, a new running back, a new defensive end, a new corner, a new safety. They're not going to do all of that. There's only so many guys that you can break the bank for. Right. I feel like for the Texans... Priorities. Big time running back, number one receiver, re-sign John Grenard. Those to me should be the number the, the three priorities of this team. I do not want to see them let John Grenard go, sign somebody else, mm-hmm. or you draft somebody else to replace John Grenard. The goal is not to replace the two edge rushers you have, it's to add to it. It's it's the anniversary of Super Bowl 46 and the Giants beating the Patriots yet again in the Super Bowl. What do the Giants More do? More on that later. <laughs> what do the Giants do? Yeah. The Patriots, the Patriots couldn't handle. The Giants could get to Tom Brady rushing four because they were able to keep rotating high-quality defensive linemen both at the edge and in the middle into the game so those guys were always fresh. So in the fourth quarter, when everything mattered the most, the Giants defenders could bang through with four. They didn't have to blitz. If you are subbing out John Grenard and letting him go somewhere else and then replacing him, whether it's with a a first-round pick, second-round pick, or with another guy that you bring in, you're not improving. You're just – it's the status quo with a different name on the back of the jersey. You need to add to those guys. You need to re-sign John Grenard and draft a guy uh, for your for your line or trade for a guy for your defensive line to keep that moving. They had two really good guys in the middle this year in Sheldon Rankins and Malik Collins, but the guys behind them, they weren't so good. And if you want to be able to get home with four, you've got to have another really good type of defensive tackle guy that you can move to the middle to keep subbing those guys through. So in the fourth quarter, they're not gassed. Mm-hmm. 
If you want to win that battle in the trenches, you've got to have multiple guys you can keep subbing in on the defensive line. That doesn't mean goodbye, John Grenard. That means, hey, John Grenard, we got you some help. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, look, I think he brought up tight end, our last caller, Kevin, and he's not a Dalton Schultz fan, obviously, but the tight end market isn't near as deep as the wide receiver market or even the running back market this offseason. I mean, Noah Fant is a guy that I hear a lot about, but Noah's not much different of a guy than Dalton if you look at their career numbers. Now, the quarterback that Noah's played with, predominantly Russell Wilson, right between Seattle and Denver, maybe that's a thing. But, you know, if you're going to think about either or, I got to tell you, like, it it's more about just Dalton Schultz's lack of, uh, you know, ability as a blocker and more about, you know, the total package. To me, he became a better blocker as the season went on, and I know he dropped a couple of passes that one or two in the playoff games. I, I get it, fine. But him and CJ got a thing going on around fourth, the fourth or fifth week of the regular season, and he was consistent, he was reliable, he was healthy for the most part, if you could add to that position um, and get a more, uh, you know, complete player there than maybe a Brevin Jordan, who's kind of a Swiss Army knife type of a guy, hybrid player. You can't rely on Tegan Quatoriano. He's always hurt. This is a big year for him. If you could add to that position, that's what I'd be in favor of. But Dalton Schultz is probably going to get a raise from his one-year $9 million salary this year. Noah Fant's probably going to command, you know, a little bit more money than the Texans would be willing to offer at that position if they're thinking about improving at running back and improving defensively where they need to in a number of different areas, interior and outside. I think Dalton Schultz gets a bad rap from a lot of fans because the last thing they saw was him struggle against the Ravens. The whole damn team struggled against the Ravens. Can we just be honest you know, about two that? Two weeks prior to that, he also saved your season with he a hell of a catch. saved your <laughs> damn season with one of the best catches you ever saw a tight end make, ripping the ball out of a defender's hands. Yeah. I mean, how many dudes do that? How many guys make that play? 713-572-4610-572-4610. You can continue to talk about that. Uh, we will absolutely take your phone calls. Uh, coming up next, we'll stick with a little NFL. A new report that details why former Titans head coach Mike Vrabel wasn't hired this hiring cycle. That's next. We'll have the audio for you. Stay there. It's Area 45. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. Yeah, here we go. Back on it. Sean Bajani, that's me. He's Patrick Creighton, Chris Santiago producing. Appreciate you checking us out on Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to uh, watch the show there anytime, you can see all of the shows every single day on Sports Radio 610. Just search 610 Houston on Twitch or Sports Radio 610 
on YouTube. You can hit us up, 713-572-4610. Be a part of the show that way. Call or text 572-4610. I am not neglecting Twitch. I just, I have not created a login yet for uh, those people on there. Um, I saw a rumor on our YouTube message board, though, and you've since responded to it. I've confirmed the rumor. The rumor is true. Listen, I I said you're going to get the truth on this show. The rumor is true. Yep. Ron Hewley blocked us from going to Vegas. 100% true. The only reason Sean and I are not in Vegas is because Ron put up a monster stink, started a whole big thing, uh, got Parker involved, got, you know, went and got my bosses involved. And, uh, yeah, he he said that uh, because we were a new show, we weren't worthy of going. Uh, so had, we're not we're not worried about like the night guys. That we're the night guys. We're not worried about the night guys going because nobody's going to be there. You know, it's a waste of time and resources and stuff like that. Not to mention, we could have been like doing stuff during the day, promote the station, yeah. catching interviews, shooting video. That's what I was. No, thinking. no, I. We were told we were not important enough to go, and that was all uh, at the hands of one Ron Hughley who apparently has problems with the night show. I don't know what's going on with that. He won't that. leave us alone, bro. He started crap from day one. Trying to bully us. Day one, it's Trying been a Trying to bully us. It's all good, man. It's all good. I, I did see Ron actually paid a bet to Clint today. He paid up he a bet? He paid up a bet. So How much he, was? How much was it for? Uh, I don't know, but he actually, hand, like the video showed like Clint getting cash. Wow. Uh, so Ron has paid up a bet and probably only owes about forty-seven more to go. Was it confirmed by Clint? There was video was shot with with Ron and Clint, and Clint posted it okay. saying, All "Hey, right. Ron finally paid up one of his bets." One. <laughs> and, and the tone of the tweet kind of has the connotation that he there's paid multiple. one. There's a lot more to go. Yeah, this is like retroactive back to the first month of the football season. Probably. How many do you think he owes Tyler? How many months in football are there? Uh, <laughs> how, many, how long is the football season? So, Tyler's in the other studio. We should ask him. Yeah, six months. Six we, months. We should worth. ask Tyler how many how many bets does Ron owe him, and you know, can we get these? Can we finally get these paid on video? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way that it needs to go down now because um, you know Ron's got got a lot to uh, own up to, especially now. Um, we'll see him next week. I would imagine, and he'll have to uh, answer to our wrath, um, and the wrath of the of the listener, and the wrath of the, the listener, ra- the wrath yeah. of Houston. You guys hit him up in the loop, two to six every day. Sports Radio six ten bombard Ron the show Hughley with uh, vitriol from Area forty five. Have our back, will you? We need it. All right, we need all the support we can get. Tell him you support Area forty five and to pay his debts. Do it. Uh, accountability, right? Accountability. There still is none in the NFL, apparently. What? Did you see the story? I did not. I thought this was like some dumb off the wall, like crap website that had it, you know, when Chris showed it to me earlier and then he played the audio for me and it's actually from a very reputable. So this didn't come from like Charlie Kirk or some (laughs) uh, Dan Clark or some other whack job. No, no. Uh, Keep going. You would never get to this woman's name. She's uh, very highly respected. And she had this story about Mike Vrabel, who obviously was a big name amongst uh, a and number. Highly respected. So this is not um, the former porn star that then tried to do fantasy sports and was seducing Deshaun Watson back in the day. Uh, Mia Khalifa? Mia, yeah, no. not, not her? <laughs> not Mia Khalifa. All no. Right, I told good. you her name. Did I not tell you? You her didn't name? tell her name. You just said okay. she. Okay. You kind of left this I'll get to that. I'll get tease. to that. <laughs> I was going to get to that. Let me set this up with Mike Vrabel being a big name. What was he? He was one of the hottest commodities, right? Number six, seven, eight coaches available out there for head coaching jobs elsewhere. After he got fired for the tight from the Titans, um, as it turns out, though, according to Diana Rossini, Ooh, who was actually on, reputable reporter here. Yes, Diana Rossini of ESPN. She was appearing on the uh, Athletics Football Show. She discussed what she had heard from an unnamed NFL general manager on Vrabel going jobless through this hiring cycle. Take a listen. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build? 
that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor. That is a factor. Now, Vrabel being a large human being, how big of a guy would you say Mike Vrabel is? Um, Without looking, don't look yet. Let's say 6'2", 6'3", 250, 260 pounds. All right, according, okay, 6'3", 260, you said? Boy, good guess. According to his pro football reference page. Now, this is him as a linebacker. Uh, Presumably what he was listed at when he retired in 2010 as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. 6'4", 261. All right. Pretty I big. I fella. didn't look it up. Yeah, that was pretty damn good. Would you say 6'3, 260? 6'3, 260. Pretty big fella. Uh, he could be intimidating to people within an organization. In fact, too intimidating to even hire. Um, How much okay. of a pencil necked geek do you have to be in the front office <laughs> to be afraid yes. of the head coach because he's bigger than you? Yeah. So he might look at you and say, get in my belly. <laughs> I mean, are you freaking kidding me? I almost said two bad words there. You you didn't hire him because he's too big and you're scared bleepless by him. Dude, quit your job. You're a pansy. That's the first thing that I said to Chris earlier, right? I said, all right, how many weakling general managers are there out there? And really, I should have expanded to owners, right? And I, I thought that immediately. I didn't tell you this, Chris, but Arthur Blank. You know, who is a shrinking man in his old age. You know, he doesn't, he's not big of stature uh, as he used to be. Um, I would imagine since he has everybody in the entire organization reporting directly to him, that was the first one. I think Vrabel interviewed there twice along with guys like Bill Belichick, who also uh, has gone jobless this hiring cycle. And there was a couple of other guys that interviewed multiple times there. Bobby Slowick was one of them. Uh, not a big hulking individual is Bobby Slowick. He's more like my size, my stature, you know, 5'8 in shoes, you know, maybe 175 pounds. I am not, but maybe Bobby is. Um, that's all I could think of. It's like all these weakling general managers and owners that would be intimidating to hire Mike Vrabel. But then I started thinking, like, who's some other huge-ass coaches out there? <laughs> like really big hulking guys, intimidating guys. I could think of Andy Reid. But he's got like 20 years on Vrabel. Are you really intimidated by Listen, Andy Reid? the only thing you need to be intimidated by Andy Reid is he's going to steal your chicky nuggies. Okay? <laughs> yeah. But like, Dan Campbell yeah. in Detroit is a big dude. Campbell. Oh, I didn't think of Campbell. Obviously. I mean, that dude's going to bite your kneecaps. He's I the mean, biggest coach there is, has to be in the NFL. But if, if you're afraid of Mike Vrabel, you can't hire him because he's too big. Dude, pull the string. Pull the string, tie it around your neck and jump. <laughs> Dan Campbell, 6'5", 265. Dude, he's a big dude. Very comparable to Vrabel's. And Got you know an what? inch and four pounds Players want to run through a damn wall for him. Yeah. So, Granted, that was playing weight, so... He's probably got a little bit more bulk on him now. Yeah, now he's allowed Vrabel. to now he's allowed to use PEDs as just a coach. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter, right? He ain't he ain't peeing in nobody's cup. Uh D'Amico Ryans, Antonio Pierce, Mike McCarthy. Dude, Antonio are, Pierce is a big dude. D'Amico's a big dude. But he's dude. smaller than Vrabel. They're both smaller in stature than Vrabel. Like Vrabel's got like three, four inches on both of those guys. They're like six, six, one. Mike McCarthy's around the same size, but you know, a little wider these days. How big was Teddy? Ted, Teddy oh, was like 6'2", 6'3", 250. Uh, Ted Johnson was, nah, he was taller than that. He's 6'4"? I'd, I'd bet Ted was at least 6'3". He played it at least 250, if not 260. Yeah, let me look. Ted Johnson. Because, you know, Teddy and Vrabel you know, played together, similar build guys. 6'4", 253. So, pretty much same spies as... As Vrabel. So, Teddy J, and Teddy if you're listening, Jay. who's still freaking jacked out of his mind. I bet you he's bigger now than he was as a player. Not get You're not going to get a job coaching because these scared yellow bellies are afraid you're too big and you might squash them. So, d- just stay in media. Don't try to get a coaching job because there's a bunch of pansies out there <laughs> who are afraid, you're too big, he's too scared. I don't know, you think Gerard Mayo's giving uh, Teddy Johnson a call to come coach the backers up in New England? Well, now that Bill Belichick's gone, yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. You broadened the uh, the uh, coaching book, the black book. I don't, that was the first thing that I thought of, man. It was like, 
no way that's a real thing. But then, yeah, there's some Weasley general managers, owners that absolutely think about that stuff. Like, I don't want to have to have conversations with this giant of a hulking man every single day. And in meetings, he's too intimidating. And Vrabel's, you know, pretty rough around the edges from what it looks and sounds like. I could totally see that being an actual thing. Even These guys it's probably have a bidet in their personal bathroom in their office at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> a bidet. <Get> a bidet. <laughs> You go with the bidet. He's Patrick Drayton, Sean Bajani, Area 45. Coming up next, we'll get to some Astros conversation. We start hour number two. Something the Kansas City Royals did today gave me and Patrick both a little bit of pause about what we may or may not expect from the Houston Astros going forward. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 